Welcome to David's Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. Today's show is going to cover a couple topics. Um, first is Roe v. Wade or the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Uh, we'll talk about the assassination attempt on Brett Kavanaugh uh, or Justice Kavanaugh as he is uh, titled. Because he is a Supreme Court Justice now. And um, let's see, a little bit of other politics in the news. You know, just kind of the, the lay of the land uh, post-pandemic. Um, now, also I would say post-Uvalde, Texas. Because the, the left is overwhelmingly going to come for a few things. And they're going to come with force and draconian, you better do as we say, not as we do mentality. Um, and, and and here's what we're talking about. They really want a Trudeau-style uh, gun ban. They, want, they just want everything banned. They, they really do. And after Uvalde, uh, Texas... You know, more and more people are considering it, but you know, at the same time too, it's it's not obviously a good guy with a gun stopping anything because law enforcement was on scene and not only were they on scene, they were on scene for a hell of a long time and they let this fucking murderer kill a few more kids because they hesitated. They decided to wait. The on scene commander decided to you know, try and have a conversation where, you know, once one kid dies or anybody gets shot, there's no more conversation in that scenario. Yeah, ideally you'd like to take someone in, like, surrendering or whatnot. I don't think if I'm a parent, I'm letting that kid surrender. I'm not going to let them get away with it. I'm going to fucking murk them myself. And just like some of the parents in Uvalde, they really came after... The law enforcement, not only did some of them get arrested, but they got out of the handcuffs somehow, jumped over fences and shit, and grabbed their kids because they were being held back by bad police officers. You know, police officers are like, oh, we're all for public safety. No, they espouse their safety above all else. We clearly saw that in Uvalde. So... What's crazy to me, and, and we saw this in Tempe, uh, Tempe, Arizona. So Tempe, if, Arizona, for those who are not in the initiated or uh, know, Tempe police officers literally let a man drown in Tempe Town Lake. Now, the guy put himself there, yes, and a panicked person in the water is not a safe person to be in the water with. However... To not make even an attempt to find a life preserver or, you know, say, fuck it, you know, strip down and use a rope of some sort to guide the man to the something other than I'm not coming in after you. Because that to me just sounds like a dereliction of duty. But according to the Supreme Court, they have zero obligation to protect or serve actually our community. So why are we paying law enforcement? It's a good question we can park for later. 
let's circle back to what's going on in the economy right now. So right now, gas prices are astronomical. I'm talking eight dollars in California, five plus across the United States, pretty much, or at five, five some. I know here in Arizona, probably five twenty or something like that. I know it's up there. Um, but I haven't been on the road. I mean, I've been thankfully uh, working from home. Um, I've been able to uh, get a lot done. And, you know, working from home, it's it's kind of been helpful. Now, something Elon's doing. Now, and, and normally Elon is the type of person who makes a really good... He has a really good gamble of making bold plays. And he really does try to play the capitalist game as best you can while trying to solve as many problems as he can. Now, he recently had to force his employees from Tesla who were remote to come into the office. But the real crux of that was that he had to do layoffs and was you know trying to get people to purge themselves rather than him having to do it. He was successful. Some people did quit. But also he had to let go of a lot of employees, which, you know, sucks at any point in time. I mean, that just goes to show, like, no matter how good in school you do, no matter how big and bright of a fucking star you are at your field or whatever have you, a company will always have wiggle room to cut you off. Now... The reason he wanted to get people to leave on their own volition is because, yeah, obviously they don't want to pay those severances. They don't want to fucking be responsible for people, you know, finding other work elsewhere. But make no mistake about it, remote work is still there, just not as vibrant as it was during the pandemic. But I digress. Now... What we're seeing across the land, to outside of the gas prices, is the the real problem is diesel. Right now, we have a real problem with diesel, which affects our trucking industry, and our trucking industry has been, you know, attacked by our government wholesale. I mean, they are literally withholding loads. Uh, they are going as their gas prices. Pretty much making it extremely difficult for our supply lines. You know, and truckers went from, you know, filling their gas tanks 150, you know, bucks all the way up to two and a half, 300 now with how much they're having to put in the tank. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, and it's not going to get cheaper. I mean, that's pretty much been promised by the left. Like, no, it's not going to get cheaper. These oil companies are going to try and rake in as much money as they can. And another thing that's going on across the nation is the fact that these companies are pissed to have not to not have their record profits. Profits mean everything to them. I mean, just like the Ferengi, you know, the American economy is full of these motherfuckers that are all about profit. Profit, profit, profit. What are the profit margins? You know, so they get all fucking crazy with it. But 
what I can't seem to fucking grasp is why companies are unwilling to pay people better, to facilitate the roles they're already in, to retain them, or to just bring in new talent, like act to them, you know, actually offer them something attractive. And you see this with, you see the push with, uh, you know, fast food. You know, fast food, they've had their problems, especially during the pandemic when people are like, F this, I'm not working there anymore. Or why am I going to work that hard, you know, for the same $20 an hour that another person is going to get sitting at a desk? You know, and then another question that I have, and another something that, you know, we need to do in this country one, we need to legalize marijuana in all its forms, recreationally, industrial, everything. Because that alone will create jobs. The proceeds of the taxes of mm-hmm. recreational sales should go towards infrastructure. We would literally rebuild our own infrastructure off the backs of recreational marijuana, hemp sales, and CBD. And the, the cultivation and everything that comes with that should be a protected crop. Now... The federal government's still scheduled, has it as a Schedule 1 drug for I don't know what fucking reason. And we're still liable to get raided by the feds. Um, the, the feds would literally have nothing else better to do than fucking just raid people, which would only create a further divide in this country between law enforcement and the people and the government in general. So we have a problem in this country with with a couple things. Um, one, the economy. The economy, I mean, we're dealing with inflation that's un- unprecedented. And people of wages, even if you look back in the 1980s, which we have, people's wages were actually higher than we thought. Uh, you know, a good buddy of mine was talking about how he got paid 25 bucks an hour back in the 80s to do. And then when he finally kept off, he was making... Well over, you know, $65, $75 an hour for manufacturing jobs, you know, for working in, you know, uh, a giant warehouse, you know, full of people. And then you, you have this culture of shaming going on out there for anyone who dares to talk about salary or why they should you know get more money or you know it's crazy to me that people want they don't want people to make more money i guess or to you know because there's this fairy fucking belief out there that oh just reason you know the the economy is gonna the shift the inflation is gonna go if we start giving people more money to make a living off of But now you're advocating for the inverse where people don't have enough money and then you're mad that the consumerism that we would normally have if people just got paid a little bit more money and not even talking a huge chunk more, but, you know, kind of... We've had wages stagnated in this country for 40-plus years. People are still getting paid the same as in the fucking 1990s. 1980s. People are still making the same. The cost of goods 
over the years has gone up and we just have not matched it at first you know in the 80s we were out striping it in fact it was people were living comfortable even like the poverty rate was much lower but now i mean the the poverty rates and we've and we've seen it we've seen skid row we've seen homeless encampments just fucking popping up everywhere every goddamn city austin phoenix houston and then people are crying well there's a homeless problem like yeah there's a homeless problem not an indigency problem they're not indigent people want to work we have a classification called the working poor where people are putting in 40 80 hours a fucking week of work and cannot fucking afford to live in an apartment we have a housing crisis in this country that's only going to... So, in the next quarter, we're going to hit a recession. Everything's gone down. NASDAQ, um, everything, you know, has just taken a fucking shit. All the, you know, the, the really good stocks, Facebook, Netflix has got hit, Amazon got hit. I mean, you know, so many of these stocks are starting to turn down, actually. And... You know, after Q2, going into Q3, we're going to hit a recession. Going into, going into Q4, we're going to be in full-on depression mode. And then the housing market is either going to collapse in the new year or it's going to eat shit in Q4. Um, or going into next year, you know, hopefully the housing market does fucking crash. So that way people can then, who are doubled up in apartments and shit right now, actually afford... To live in a place with a little bit more room, you know, and and our economy does that. Our economy uh, goes ham for some industries where certain people are acquiring an ass ton of wealth with certain industries, and then whammo, those industries take a dive. The people that are, you know, that have been raking in the money, if they've done a little bit of savings, they're going to be okay. They're going to make it through the pandemic because. You know, they still sell houses. They're still going to sell houses. They're still going to talk to the banks, get loans. They're still All that's going to happen, but you're going to have a, a situation where more banks are going to try and get centralized. So they're going to try and eliminate more banks to bring them into a central bank. Because if it's just one bank controlling everybody's money, then that's what they want. That's what they, they want to be able to have a great relationship with that bank to take all of our wages to do you know and there are people out there that the government just hits them everywhere they possibly can medical bills you know social security which we'll never see in our lifetime uh you name it and then you know if if i get here if i hear again that i'm the wrong fucking color to get social security because i heard it with my uh, my grandma I heard it with my grandfather because they would literally tell my grandparents that they're the wrong color to get social security benefits when it was already fucking owed to them. It was just unreal to hear that. It happened in California and then once here in Phoenix. But here's what's going on in the universe. Like we have... We're, we're heading to a world of trouble. You know, like the, the the dealing with Russia, the dealing with other countries, watching how weak we are. We're either going to enter a 
a civil war of some sorts. I, I really hope that our civil war does not get out of hand. Um, but it will be essentially the right versus the left, extreme edition. And then everybody else in the middle is going to be caught up, you know, kind of in the crossfire, um, so to speak. But again, like we go back to what they want to do in this country, they want to strip everybody's ability to have a firearm. And they're going to constantly cite these fucking shooting disasters that random rogue people are fucking executing. And it's not like that those same people won't develop other fucking skills to make bombs and other shit to take out huge swaths of people. But right now they can just comfortably get an AR-15 and, you know, go fucking do that. But at the same time, it's not that easy to get a gun. I mean, there are background fucking checks that are getting done. People are talking about common sense this, common sense that. Like, when is common sense fucking gun control work in this country? And then when you have... In this, in this country, the way we're heading towards things, you're going to end up with a probability of having a fucking Australian situation where the police are just the only ones that have guns, and then they can literally force people into their houses at gunpoint. Because that's what the Dems want. They want the control back. They want the fear. They want people to stay in their homes and in their lane. And wearing a mask. And all sorts of other things. But they can't fucking... They can't make up their minds. With what they want. But they want as draconian as rule as possible. But then... We have the problem with the goddamn theocrats. On the other side. The fucking religious right... They want to overturn Roe v. Wade, which does damage because it's it's just the height of hypocrisy. They care about life all the way up until the kid's born, and then they fucking don't care. Then they say, oh, well, we have great systems. Great systems where we don't. Uh, CPS in this country is a goddamn terrorist organization. The courts are kangaroo as fuck. I mean, just to to watch the court proceed, it's exactly why they don't allow filming in courts. And it has nothing to do with transparency. It has everything to do with covering up the shady shit that they've been subjecting people to for the last 50, 60, 70 years to incarcerate and find as many human beings as possible, regardless of socioeconomic situation. I mean, the more money you have, obviously they're gonna you're gonna be able to dig yourself out a lot easier. But if you have no means, no money, and you're you know you're just kind of fucked, they will take you, put you in prison for not having the money for good representation, for a good defense. Uh, you know, sometimes they, you know, like CPS, for example, they will fucking give you orders without a judge having sanctioned any of that shit. They're going to be like, well, you need to go do this service, you need to go do this service, you need to go circle jerk this fucking psychologist. You know, they already have the plan out for you. And then they fucking suck in as many people as they possibly can to get everybody paid. It's literally 
uh, a system. This is this is true for Coryell County, Texas. You think I forgot about you fucks, but I have not. Coryell County, Texas is a master class on how this fucking works. Because it doesn't really matter what the circumstances were that got you into that courtroom. You're there. And not only are you there, but you're going to have to be subjected to the same bullshit that all the other parents are subjected to. And they target military families. They target families where they know they're going to get these people who have a paycheck on the 1st and 15th of every month. And they're going to go hard in the pain because they're going to be able to threaten their command too. And not only that, like the command is also going to shit on whoever or whomever it is that they're dealing with, whether it's the the male, the female, or you know whatever the situation is. The commands will shit on them too, lose rank, fucking you know extra military you know duties and stuff like that. They literally find ways to torture the individual outside of the legal system. And they do, and they get away with it because, oh, well, you know, if you have them, you know, meddle into your business anyway, you're obviously bad. Even though they they do it totally against the Constitution, totally against your rights, but on a military post, they don't care about, the, there's no such thing as rights on a military base. There's no such thing as the Constitution on a military base, even though they they swear an oath to uphold and defend it against enemies foreign and domestic, but then they would have to turn around and murder all their superiors because they're all against the Constitution, every single one of them. They give two shits about the Constitution. They give two shits about the livelihood of those troops under them, and it's literally a a sick perversion of what the military should be. But, you know, I digress. In our, in our military, oh my God, you know, the only ones that are really getting it right out there are specific units. Not everybody. Fuck no. I mean, there's so many shitbags in the military that should be forced to fuck out. But those are the ones that make rank. All the shit leaders, all of the shitbag leaders, the, the, the black females that have never been on deployment, but they're E7s. And, and they're the worst human beings in the service. Black females are the worst, worst human beings in the service. And I'll tell you why. One, they wholeheartedly believe they can get away with doing whatever the fuck they want. They want to speak however they want to whomever they want. And they never go on deployment. Now, if they do go on deployment... It is few and far between. In fact, they will they will sabotage ways to get out of deployments. Now, it's not just black females. It's you know white females doing the same thing. But overwhelmingly, let's just be honest. Black females fucking hate their roles in the military. They fucking hate being in charge of people. They fucking hate having to get up in the morning. They don't. They want to be sloths. They don't want to. They don't want to put in the work. They don't want to fucking exercise. And, you, and you'll see this with leadership. You'll see leadership at the E six, E five, E seven rank, fat as shit, angry as shit, nails done, hair did, way the fuck out of regs, and they think it's cool because they, you know, they got so and so backing them up, and that's what they do. They will find a 
black master sergeant or a black fucking leader and they will literally go to the ends of the earth for that guy for them to have the same reciprocation and that's what happens it's fucking favoritism and it's racist as fuck in the military now in the military that's not the situation with everybody i mean i got along with everybody black white hispanic you know Mexican, you name it i didn't care in the military when i was serving my wife didn't care it was you know hey that's who that's you know your battle buddy that's you know those are the people you go on a fucking war with but when you go to a base like fort hood for example fort hood has the worst leadership the worst mentality of all fucking soldiers and all of them really fucking hate their lives and the people in their circle. Now, you're going to find some young guns that'll be like, dude, they're having the best time. They're living the life. They've been on deployment. You know, da 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 That's not every case. It's really not. And you can find, if you have a good leader, you can really make your experience in the military a grand one. But to find a good leader, a great mentor... In the military nowadays is just fucking it's just not a thing because everybody's out for their own career and they don't care whose throat they cut literally figuratively you know and that's why Fort Hood never reports all the murders and shit that happened on there they only got forced to fucking talk about murders when you know the fucking camera crews and shit started rolling in because they had to at that point they don't do an investigation they don't care about their people I mean, it's it's just horrible how, you know, first ca- first cavalry in the fucking army is just utter utter garbage and shitbags from the top ranks, you know, the fucking battalion commander, all of them utter fucking shitbags, a disgrace to the uniform. In fact, I don't even consider Fort Hood an army base. It's a fucking base where they send all the derelicts and all the fucking uh, people who would have great careers, they send them there out of fucking spite in order to knock them down a peg or get them drummed out of the army in general. Because that's the only thing that happens there. Anyways, going back to the fucking spotlight, here's what's going to happen. Recession's going to hit. People are going to go fucking nuts, especially during the holidays. Um, we're going to have more poor we're going to have probably more violence more theft um, it, it, you know what cops are excited for this cops are you know they're probably like licking their chops like more arrests more people we can get in the system you know they, they, they only care to bring in revenue for themselves in the city. They don't protect anyone. That's clear with Uvalde, clear with Tempe, clear with about a million videos online with a million different fucking departments across the fucking United States. So you can't say, oh, it's just, you know, one bad apple. No, it's the in, it's in law enforcement and the justice system in mass. Terrible, garbage, out of touch with reality, out of touch with the fucking times and they make shit up as they go. You got judges in the lower courts that are absolutely fucking atrocious and they literally make up shit as they go 
to torture as many human beings as possible because they they want it easy. They want the lawyers to just speak. They don't. I mean, the if you want to go pro se, at least in the state of Arizona, holy, do you have to go through so much? I mean, you can't just fire. You can't just file a memorandum saying, you know, hey, I'm going to represent myself. You know, you have to go through so many fucking hoops, and they will they will actively try and pair you up with a lawyer that's literally going to do nothing for you. They pair you up with lawyers that won't file motions. And this is the same in pretty much any court in Arizona or Texas. <clears throat> because the lawyers don't work for you. They work for the state. So does the prosecutor. So does the judge. So does the police officers. So it's in their interest that you either end up behind bars or end up paying fines, fees, or you end up in a probation situation so they can anchor mon- anchor, ankle monitor you from here to Timbuktu. And that way you can still go in, do their pay for their piss test, still go in and uh, pay to do their fucking, um, their fines and fees. I mean, the cycle of it never ends for people, which is why you have career criminals or even people who have turned it around from being a career criminal. It doesn't stop cops from harassing them to the point of, you know, violating their terms of probation or, or something because cops will literally antagonize anybody on the street. They don't even care who it is anymore. It could be black, white, Hispanic, poor. If you're on the street, they will find ways to fuck with you, harass harass you. Um, the poor people especially, like, they make it a fucking personal hobby in Mesa, Arizona to come around, drive around, find anybody walking on the street and have an all-out shit fest with that person regardless of them breaking the law, doing anything at all against the law they'll try to identify them they'll lie to them to identify them they will put them in handcuffs they'll sit people on a curb like a dog and they'll sit there tear apart a vehicle looking for shit then they'll plant the evidence themselves obviously because they you know most people don't carry anything or they will find we'd be like you know what you know, we're just going to file a felony because, you know what, uh, you have weed in here and we can say you have intent to distribute. It's a felony. You know, and, and to say cops don't care about marijuana in the state, they're lying to you. They care about it because they can charge you. They care about it because they want as many people behind bars as possible, especially after the pandemic. After the pandemic, all the fucking agreements of the past have come to bite cops in the butt. They're like, oh, well... You know, the capacity level for this jail has been 30, 45% the entire pandemic. Now you got to fulfill our agreement to 70, 80% of capacity. And that's what's happening right now. That's why you'll see cops in force, you know, out in mass, just fucking up everybody. Ruining lives as they go. And they're going to spend all of your tax money doing it. They're going to drive around with your... Uh, your government vehicle they're going to put your money into their gas tank you know and they're they're going to reap the benefits of the recreational marijuana and all this stuff that people are using and they're going to shit on teachers more and this is this is the sad commentary in this country where we have nurses leaving the profession after years of being nurses after getting after going through all the steps to get your nursing license and going through all the steps of 
you know, academic inflation and being forced to get your BSN. When and then not only that, that's not where the buck stops. They force you to get an MSN, you know, and they're constantly, oh, you need more school, you need more training. Like whatever happened to just doing a fucking job and being happy with where you're at instead of forcing everybody to go get more school all the time because that's what we do in this country. We drown people in so much possible debt that it creates a fucking uh, a divot in their lives and then they can never come out of it. Never. Not once. There are people that I know that will die, that have lived, went to college, and died with their student loans. And there's no respite from it. We don't have universal health care. That is the other factor in this country that is absolutely terrifying when you go to an institution for health care and there's no beds. There's no way you're getting a room. Uh, if you go to the fucking um, ICU, it's full of poor people. So the poor people are going to get seen first. People who have insurance usually get seen last because... And then... Then the the fucking hospital spends uh, hours and days charging you as much as humanly possible. You know, with most people not knowing they can uh, contest the charges. Like, we had a $400 charge uh, to teach my wife, who's already on Kid 3, my ex-wife, who's on Kid 3, how to hold a baby. Like... Yeah, you know, at, at this point, it's just passed down a plate. You know, like, fuck. Like, we've done the song and dance. She's done the song and dance many fucking times. She knows how to handle a baby. She knows how to put on a diaper. She knows how to do everything that they're going to fucking show her and then charge her. That's like, that's like me going to the hospital saying, hey, I think you can make a few recommendational changes, writing them on a piece of paper, and then sending them an invoice for $5 million. Now... I might do some dumb shit like that just to fucking, just to, just to fucking see if they pay me. Because it's, it's absolutely asinine in this country that we fucking fork over so much of our hard earned money to literally three institutions. The state, the federal government, and the hospital insurance companies. That's it. That's where our money goes. And then people are like, well, nobody's buying cars. You can't buy a car. And feed yourself and get into an apartment at the same time. You just can't do it. Apartments across the country, minimum fifteen to twenty six hundred. Minimum. That's in the low end. There's no and, and these apartments haven't changed. They're the same amenities as ten years ago, and they are three times as expensive. Like you used to be able to get into a nice apartment for eight hundred bucks, two bedroom, fine. Okay, you can live. I can live with that. That's not that bad. I can fucking and not only do you live, you live okay. You're you're okay if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year. You 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 okay. Now, most people they they don't want to pay fifty thousand dollars a year. They're like no company wants to pay that. So they will try and get people for the same job that you're doing for thirty five thousand or forty thousand. And then they'll say, oh man, I can't, we can't go any higher than that because, you know, every excuse in the book. They just word vomit every excuse in the book. And people don't have the luxury, most people don't have the luxury of waiting for a good job. So they literally take the first fucking thing that comes along, even though every fiber of their being is like, I don't want to do this. 
I want to fight. I want to be able to get more money. But they don't. They keep their mouth shut because they got a family to feed. Because they got a baby to feed. And then we got this fucking formula issue. There is no fucking formula issue. It's the government literally housing all the fucking formula and holding it against holding it against the people. And it's also a fucking supply chain issue. Let's go back to that. And, and not only are, are the, the, the truckers paying the price at the pump, but they are paying the price as a profession. Constantly being harassed on the roads, constantly having to be fucking way stationed, you know, constantly being told, hey, you know, you got to make this delivery in X amount of time or you're going to only get half. And then they're not paid while they're sitting there waiting for the delivery to get lopped off. They fucking, they get paid when it's dropped off and received and marked receive. And until then, they're making no money. They don't make money idling. They don't make money. Like you would think, like, oh, I'm getting charged, you know, I'm making money per hour. That's not the case. They get paid per load. And then not only that, like, the trucking industry is so fucking rigged because anybody who wants to go into trucking signs these death deals with these fucking uh, companies to get a truck that's only going to last some X amount of time. And, yeah, you might get a paycheck that's ten grand, but turn around and have five grand in repairs. And then you still got to eat, clothe the family, all that. So these motherfuckers are end up on the road year-round, never seeing their family. Barely making it, barely keeping the truck together, barely keeping the lights on. And trucking in this company, in our country, used to be lucrative. It used to, like, yeah, it used to be able to make hand over fist three, four times what the other people are doing. But that's no longer the case. Not even in the trades. You have, you have trade people who are plumbers, carpenters, engineers, you know, HVAC people, fucking... Um, all sorts of different professions that require like electricians that require journeymen that require training and schooling and all that but what ends up happening is the even those companies even those professions are getting shitted on because nobody wants to play a, pay a plumber the real price they're worth what they want to pay him is 17 bucks an hour but what a real plumber's worth is they're going to charge you 100 bucks an hour depending on what the fucking thing is, what the problem is. I'm sure it takes two seconds for them to fix most fucking things. But if they're doing extensive work, yeah, not only are you going to have to fucking fork out the money for those repairs, but yeah, you're going to have to pay that plumber handsomely to do the fucking job. And I'm sick and tired of fucking people like, oh, I can't do it. Like... Yeah, I, I, I get you. I, I'm 100% I am on board with the we can't afford train. I really am. But that what really stops us in our tracks is, you know, they, they want people to not have a future. They want people to be as bleak and dark as possible so they don't go nowhere. They don't spend no goddamn money. Unless it's spending towards the three corporations that own everything in the United States. So, you know, and or the three industries, rather, you know, the the government industry, uh, the private sector sector of medical fuckheads and, you know, just, you know, our state institutions that want to uh, only pay administrators, you know, hundreds of thousands and shit on everybody else. 
So we're in dire straits for nurses. We're in dire straits for pilots. We're in dire straits for a lot of fucking roles out there. I mean, teachers. Teachers have it the absolute worst in this country. They do. Now, that's not every teacher. That's not every situation. But by and large, you know, so at least in the state of Arizona, you got your average teacher making thirty-five, forty thousand. 40000 After they've done, gone to school and got their bachelor's degree, which cost about forty to you know, 60000 And then not only that, they had to get their observation hours. They had to get, they had to pass state, the, the state tests. They had to get practice in the classroom. They had to sub for a while. They had to pay their fucking dues only to give oh well, we'll do your first contract at 35,000 a year that's about average <laughs> that's what we pay here people here <laughs> mm-hmm. meanwhile fucking administrators are making 160,000 180,000 if you want to be a principal you know these guys are just jacking up to pay for themselves and then literally shitting on all the teachers we see that in companies everywhere all the execs are getting bonuses making money hand over fist for doing nothing, for not being the worker bee. But the worker bee always gets shit on. They want you to do the most and produce the most without actually getting shit back. That's the mentality we have to fucking challenge in this country. And the only way we're going to be able to do it is if we filibuster longer. If we, and, and then you hear it all the time. You hear it all from the fucking powers that be. Nobody wants to work. Or, you know, I heard from Valuetainment. I used to like that guy, the fucking dude that runs Valuetainment. Uh, you know, he was in the military. Most of the shit he says hits the mark. But then he got into a fucking thing where he was like, oh, people are lazy after the pandemic. Like, who can afford, afford to be lazy in this economy? What they perceive as lazy is people making money from home. And actually doing it the non-conventional way. Or people are like, okay, fuck this. I'm going to drive full-time. DoorDash, Lyft, Uber. GoPuff. You name it. They fucking drive all the platforms. They do whatever they can. As soon as one of them fucking things goes off, they're delivering food all across the valley. Doing all sorts of things. Wearing a chair in their car, so what? Doesn't matter. You know, they're putting the work in. They're making money for themselves and others. But it's it's a, it's hard being in the car all the fucking time. Not just the wear and tear on the vehicle, but the wear and tear on you, the person, that they never take into account. Sitting for long periods of time will fuck you up. It'll fuck up your cardio. It'll fuck up your whole fucking skeletal structure, everything. Because we are human beings that are meant to be active. We are meant to be you know, hunters and gatherers and, you know, and, and, and there is room for creativity. And then you have, right now, you have a huge spotlight with the creatives and the creatives are the ones really pushing forward with innovation and, you know, a lot of creatives are going into coding, a lot of creatives are doing cyber right now. And, and right now, it, those are lucrative, but those are only going to be lucrative for a couple of years. And what's going to end up happening is, Everybody and their mother is going to be divided into different tech giants where the bulk of the cybersecurity is going to be, you know, us, UX, UI. I mean, so many of the technological advances. But we're still competing with China and 
uh, India when it comes to technology. And yeah, they are they are not if if not just catching up, they are starting to outstripe in many fucking areas because they live, eat, shit, and breathe coding and web dev and all sorts of other fucking things that they're extremely good at doing. So, and, and then you got so many people here in the United States that are forced to be entrepreneurial and trying to do their side hustles, you know, while, you know, holding down a regular nine to five. So people end up having two and three jobs. But this motherfucker on Valuetainment had the audacity to say that we've become lazy after the pandemic. No, we've become cautious after the pandemic, not just willy-nilly going back into the office. Uh, because what's the office for? Right, the office is for, you know, I guess regrouping, which you can do on Zoom, uh, and he, he tries to make the illusion argument of, you know, if I take two motherfuckers out to eat, wine and dine them, I'm gonna get those two sales versus the four people I talk to on Zoom, which, in a way, yeah, that's gonna make sense, but not everybody can be wined and dined. Not everybody has the the fucking capital and not everybody has the fucking means to make these large scale fucking purchases that this motherfucker is used to dealing with. So him making that analogy applies to maybe one fucking industry. But then you have these fucking financial people. I fucking hate the constant financial advisors that are hitting my fucking LinkedIn. Well, do you want to talk about crypto or Forex? I'm like, no, bitch. No, not from you because you don't make money. Let's be real. All the financial advisors out there, people with finance degrees, these motherfuckers don't make money. They're not doers. These are people that are going to talk a good game and they're going to fucking swindle money out of people and not actually go earn money. They don't, they don't do anything. They just want to fucking, you know, manage an account. But they all of them have a fucking wet dream of being hedge fund managers and fucking uh, being a, a CPA or a CMA handling millions of dollars worth of fucking money and assets and getting paid a fucking nice and tidy sum. Yeah, that's a very small, minute group of fucking individuals in this country, and not all of them are even close to making that kind of money. So. I don't know. I just I get sick of these fucking these these industries and these companies that are like, well, we can't pay X amount because then we'll have to raise the prices on everything. I'm like, no, bitch, you were gonna raise the prices anyway. The inflation raised the price for you regardless of the situation, and we're still back at square one, being fucked, where we have to take on two and three jobs versus being paid handsomely with the one job that we do have with a little bit of extra to be a consumer, which we still have to be at some level. So, you know, you're always juggling, do I pay the fucking car note this month or the insurance or whatever have you? You run into these roadblocks as a real fucking person because, and then you're like, oh, well, just because you live above your means, I'm like, bitch, I don't have cable. I don't, I barely have Netflix and, and Disney Plus, and that's because I have kids. You know, I get, Groceries, 90% of the money that does not go into goddamn rent goes into groceries. Or my fucking gas tank. Unfucking real people. And then we have the gall to fucking 
uh, chastise and shit on people that don't want to go back into working their ass off and still not being able to pay the bills. Like, why would you work your fucking tail off and still not be able to pay the bills? That makes no fucking sense. So that's why you have the working poor. You have moms. And then what we're doing is we're demonizing the parents of the situation with the 18-year-old kid, but I'm pretty fucking sure that they're too too busy trying to make money to handle the life expenses and, and shit versus, you know, constantly being able to hover around our fucking kids, which we fucking can't do. Asinine. It's just terrible. So what's you know ultimately happening is you have a fucking paradigm of people who really are fighting to do the right thing constantly, but they're constantly being fucking attacked and shit on by society as a whole. Because if they're not ducking the cops, they're fucking ducking some sort of tax man, some sort of uh, bill collector. It's just, it's a cycle of shit that'll never get unfucking done. And it keeps people trapped in their socioeconomic status forever. Like, I mean, I just can't fathom people who have hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars in student debt. And unfortunately, they couldn't get jobs in the higher tier somewhere. Or with even even if you did, you reach the culmination, the pinnacle of your your profession, and you're still not being rewarded with the right amount of pay. It happens all the time. People will have, be a teacher, have a doctor's degree, and then ultimately be still making fifty five thousand dollars a year with a doctor's degree, and you know still being required required to have continued education even after that. Asinine. So we have a problem in this country that needs to be fucking rectified. We need to, we need to have some sort of economic balance return to the fold. We need to um, stop demonizing all of the fucking parents across the United States who have kids that ultimately fuck up somehow. Because as much as we want to be there for our kids, twenty four fucking seven. If we've learned anything from our previous generation, it's just that we fucking can't. Okay? We have to have two fucking incomes coming in in order to survive in most situations. So, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just like, what, you know, what exactly do you want people to fucking do? How do you want them to live life to the fullest and be able to be consumers while making shit at their, their company? The whole purpose of school and retraining was to eventually transition into those higher yield jobs. And for the creatives, it's a little bit harder. Creatives have to wealth build and they have to generate money in order to do any sort of fucking, um, any sort of project, any large scale project, like anyway, like. I feel bad for filmmakers because those dudes automatically go into the red, you know, and then they're praying that their film 
does something is recognized by somebody somewhere and they're given more opportunities. That's what happens. That's the death of filmmakers. They probably shoot the craziest cool films you've ever seen, documentaries and whatnot. And people who are career filmmakers are going to continue to do it, even off, even, even if it's their own dime. And they'll barely break even with sales. But that's who they are. That's what they do. Sorry, I'm drinking, getting a drink, but yeah. And then the, the, the literacy market is so fucking saturated with books and it's and the conventional publisher has literally gone away or been drowned out now we have a system where if you want to publish you got to go with a, a publisher's contract that's just not in your favor with most publishers um, and then all the bigger publishers are like you know what we're, we're not gonna you know we're only gonna accept one new author this year on our payroll or you know after reading hundreds of novels they might choose one, and you know the stack of rejection letters that I have for my my work is just astounding. So you feel like okay, I have to self-publish in order to get fucking my name out there. So you do that. You self-publish. You know you you market as best you can with as much money as you can possibly generate to market. But then if people don't ultimately pick it up, then that's what happens. But other people like these long-standing, long-tested fucking. Uh, companies out there have certain contracts with their distribution people and they make fucking money hand over fist selling the book in mass. But I digress. So we have to, have to, have to fix the justice system. It's broken from the tippy top all the way down to the bottom. We have to reevaluate what our country prioritizes as far as using our funds and resources. And by golly, the people need a say, which we don't get any say whatsoever at any fucking time in any fucking process because our politicians, as soon as they get into the good old boy club, they turn their back on the American people and their constituency and do whatever the party says that they have to fucking do. They suck all the dicks that they're told to suck. They eat all the ass that they're told to eat. And they shut up and they tow the party line. That's what happens. It's either, you know, one fucking extreme or another. Now, there are some politicians that are on the right path with most things. You know, and then, you know, if you go issue by issue, yeah, you're going to align with certain people more than you would others. And then you listen to their sound arguments for or against. And then you make a decision. You run with it. You go with it. But what ends up happening in this country is that, hey, we don't make a decision. We decide to uh, filibuster and shit on everybody. Now, as long as it doesn't go against the Constitution, as long as it doesn't go against our Bill of Rights, and it doesn't go against the, uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, the Constitution, then, you know, I really don't understand why certain things won't pass. But let's talk about the Constitution real quick. You know, we do have the right to practice any religion, but we also need the separation of religion and the state. So this is the problem we're having with Roe v. Wade, is all they're making are biblical fucking arguments. That's all they're making. According to the God Almighty, life begins a consumption. 
and they're and they're just they're fucking these poltergeist looking motherfuckers who are old, who are fucking geriatrics. They have not been part of society since 1970. They don't know what's going on on the planet because they live in a sphere of wealth or being taken care of by virtue of who they are. And it's just insane how much waste spending and wasteful crazy shit that goes on in the Pentagon, the White House. I mean, all these political institutions that are just money dumped and just dumped and just dumped into you know millions upon millions upon millions of dollars and then we have this problem in this country too where yeah like the mega wealthy find fucking loopholes to shield or hide their profits from the tax man and then the tax people are like well they still pay their fair share of taxes because you know they're only being charged you know 25 or 35 or 30 percent no, they're not. These motherfuckers are getting bailed out. The banks got bailed out. These motherfuckers are ruining this country, but then they're calling in all their favors, and then you wonder why there's still a misappropriation of funds that happens. You're like, well, that's not why we gave you all that money for you to take your execs and go party on some fucking island with... Uh, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein and all this other shit. That's not what we gave you this money for. But they did it. They fucking went to Epstein Island. And, and, to, and to, it just shows in this country where you can have Johnny Depp and Amber Heard have fucking nonstop live fucking courtroom access. But Ghislaine Maxwell and the Epstein trial were all held under wraps. That's the politically powerful shielding themselves from the people who are going to fucking eat them eventually. And it's going to happen. What's going to happen is the disparity in this country is going to look a lot like France in the early 1800s. Where the bourgeoisie were out there partying one day, out there thinking they roll and control shit in their mansions, their fucking, you know, expensive-ass apartments and their multiple fucking houses and their bling-bling and all that, soon poor people are going to figure out be like, okay, these people have the money. They are keeping us from living a life that we need to live. A better life. A whole life. A happy life. And, and people are going to argue all day, be like, well, you have more than your, your ancestors had. But do we really? Like, our, my ancestors had a really solid-ass community. It is a community of people that took care of fucking everything. I mean, you know, grandparents, the family units were a whole lot closer. But that's going to take a whole new other podcast about just the family unit. A little bit of recap for this one. Um, you've already really pointed out the good guy with the gun fucking theory does not hold water because cops are shit cops are terrorists and it doesn't matter what's going on it doesn't matter how early they're there it doesn't matter how many guns they have they will not go in if it possibly could affect them now another issue in this country is we got the supply lines that are a problem gas is a problem uh, we have the whole justice system that's a fucking problem 
we have predator fucking cops out there patrolling the streets, racking up as many fucking poor people as possible. I mean, it's just a fucking shit show. And it's bad. Bad. For a lot of people. And then, to be called lazy is just unreal. Anyways, thank you for David's life and observation.